Thank you, and uh, welcome to my home. Yes, we're at Chip Chantry Studios. Executive producer Kim Chantry is with us. Gary, Ernie, and Stanley yep. all in the house. They are. Um, belated Happy New Year. Yes, early uh, Happy uh, Groundhog Day, happy as I Groundhog said. Day. This is um, the pop-up uh, podcast now. Yes. We are not beholden to any schedule, any sort of time constraints we just do it when we can do it right yeah yeah we're just making it happen making it happen yep um let us know if you're able to see us in the comments if you're able to hear us correctly yeah I give us give us a comment we're doing okay uh we we always try to overcome technical difficulties i'm not going to mention the third party software we tried to use it didn't yep. work yeah it did not work um but chip i want to start out with you know it's a new year new you new, new me new year right yes um over the holidays um, you know, we go to, we both use Twitter. We both hang out on Twitter every now and then. Yeah. Sometimes you go on there, it's, it's fun and it makes you happy. Sometimes it makes you sad and right. angry. Um, I, I, most of my experiences are fun and sure. I love following funny people and I love reading a good funny tweet, right? Mm -hmm. Chip, there is a funny tweet made by you. Recently. Oh, most of your tweets are funny. Well, thank you. But can I read a Could, tweet if you Because I will say that yeah, yeah. I do aim to be them, to, to make them funny. I'd say 90% of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you found one of them, it was funny. I don't know if I love those numbers. Oh, but oh no, no, no. I do appreciate this the one. Fact I found that... very funny. Okay. Laugh out loud. Laugh out loud. Shared with my family right away. Okay. And and I want to get to the this. Isn't of the the, uh, the the funeral uh, announcement no, no. of my aunt? Okay, no, <laughs> no. It's not that one would not have been. No, there okay. was nothing funny about the way your great great aunt Ethel died. Yes, it was weird that she was even right. even using. Actually, a it's funny. I do have a great aunt Ethel. Do you really? She's still with us. As, uh, well, uh, apologies to great aunt Ethel. No, she, and she's she's still with us. She's doing well. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, I have an aunt Ethel, and she was so embarrassed of the name Ethel. To, she changed it to Sue. Really? Yes. That's a that's a big jump. It's I, not like Ethel to like uh, you know Elizabeth or something. To yeah. Roxy. Roxy. Right. Like at, like some like very matronly name, and then you go to like maybe almost a stripper esque name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read the tweet, not in your voice, but I'm going to read it, okay. and then we're going to follow up, and I want to get to the the bottom of it. Okay. I want the whole story behind it because this this oh tweet, is this a story tweet? No, it's just I feel like maybe I know what I'm, you're talking okay. about, but I don't know. I and by yeah. the way, this is the beauty of this podcast. We do, no show prep whatsoever. Yeah, we do we <laughs> we do not prep at all. So I am not. I don't know what to expect. All right, and I am not a performer like Chip. I am not a, a stand-up comedian. I'm not an actor like Chip. So I'm going to do my best to read it. Okay. All right. This is Chip Chantry speaking. Last night, I was, quote-unquote, headlining the back room of Pizzeria Uno in New Jersey. 30 minutes into my set, a lady took a flash photo. I asked her not to take pictures of me on stage because it's distracting. That's when I realized she was taking a photo of her dessert. How's your job going? End scene. End scene. <laughs> End tweet. Now, Chip. Yep. You are a very established stand-up comedian. You headline, very. you open for some of the biggest names in the business, very established career, but you're a, a stand-up who likes to work. Mm -hmm. You do big shows, little shows, in-between shows. Well, I also like to get paid. That's another draw, right, Chip? Right. This. I don't do it for, I don't do it for free. Nope. Uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, Jeff was just uh, rubbing his thumb and fingers together in the money mm -hmm. motion. Money motion. Yeah. Um, so, Chip, I love this tweet. Mm -hmm. I love so many things about it. Um, first of all, there's a Pizzeria Uno in New Jersey. Yes. I think that's um, – Right. That's a discovery. I will say – oh, and by the way, uh, this is uh, – Mike Dunn said extra handsome uh, exes time. Whoa, thank you. Too, that so. is uh, Thanks, newly Mike married Mike Dunn. Congratulations. Ah, Mike. That's my Congrats. cousin, Mike. 
Heard he had a great officiant at his wedding. Oh, I think I might know the yes. officiant. That's uh, great. Great, great guy. Yeah, he's my, uh, he's like my brother almost. Okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Welcome, Mike. Mike, and you say he's your cousin? Cousin, yeah. Cousin. He grew up down the street from each other. Right. He's a little younger, but Those a little cousins. younger, fifteen years. Younger. Fifteen years, right. right? Right. I'm more of like a great uncle to him. Exactly. You're like a great uncle, Jack. great uncle Ethel. <laughs> uh, John Solomon joined the group. Hello, John. Hey, John. How you doing, buddy? Um, so I want to get to the bottom of this. Pizzeria Uno, yes. you're quote-unquote headlining. Mm -hmm. This woman, and this, this, your set's going well, and then what? Take me through this. So uh, first of all, I will say I believe it's now called – I did call it Pizzeria Uno because that's the name we all know and love. Yeah, but I believe it's now it's like Uno – Chicago Pizzeria Cafe. It's because it rolls pizza. off the tongue. It does. It's right. it's the, they they Uno yeah Pizzeria Grill. Something. Oh, I love it. Right. Uno Chicago Grill and Pizzeria something like that. So I was doing a show, and it happened to be a fundraiser for a local theater company. Yeah, you're just doing good. I'm doing good, and yeah, you know, but of course I'm getting paid. Not not mm. much that night, but you not know, enough. Not enough. I got to work. Got to do. Got to put in the time, and I do enjoy. It's right over the bridge in New Jersey. It wasn't right. very far. I can't tell you which town it was specifically, and I'm mm -hmm. going to call it the Cherry Hill area. Cherry I Hill can't area. remember. Greater exactly. Cherry Hill area. Yeah, the greater the Cherry Hill area. They, um, uh, so it was, the crowd was a little, they're not necessarily a comedy crowd. Yeah. They were pe people that were there, and it was a little discombobulated, and there was one woman who was there who was a fan of one of the other co comedians, right. and, he'd seen, and she was a little chatty with him she wanted to engage uh, in him yeah, yeah. which is fine she was fine for me but then they uh at one point it was it was going well but i felt like i was pulling teeth for a little while just trying yeah, to yeah, sure. i was hurt not pulling teeth hurting cats hurting cats. Was it? but finally i got them I, I was in a good frame of mind things are going well i'm right in the middle of a nice bit where i'm really doing this piece yeah and uh flashes start happening right yeah. at me and flat and i thought uh and I just, in a funny way, I was like, it is flattering that people want to take my photo, but they, um, they uh, don't want, uh, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't there's, there's so much going on in my house right now that yeah, I, I can't uh, basically, focus on that. Yeah, uh, Stanley, sweet Stanley. Stanley can, no Stanley can knock on doors. Stanley ba knocked basically. on the door while executive producer Kim was in another room and yes. she had to open the door to let Stanley. To, to, let, to let him in, yeah. So uh, I, I very nicely, even though it's flattering, asked her, I was like, you know, could you just not take flash photos of me right now oh. it's a little distracting and she's like oh and then i looked down oh. and i realized she was actually taking photos of her dessert <laughs> during my set it was some beautiful tiramisu uh it was it was maybe like a brownie contraption oh, right. yeah yeah like yeah. probably a super sunday brownie thing right there i actually did i think i was with maybe my daughter and i went and looked at the dessert selection a petri uno to see what and they had like three really good looking desserts right um, do you think maybe like the crowd at first wasn't great because they all had giant belly fulls of pizza casserole in their belly? Oh, I think there, there was yeah. a lot of carbs involved. That's in that. right. And I will say they were a very nice crowd. They actually were, it, it wasn't a big crowd. It's, it's, uh, but they, they weren't in the comedy frame of mind right, to a certain right. extent. Uh, but I got them going. They were, they were fine. They were very nice, but it just wasn't the, uh, you, just to know that, all right. I'm I'm in the back of a pizzeria Uno. Yeah, and then to find out that I thought somebody was actually excited enough to take my picture, and she couldn't have been less interested in. Yeah, yeah. And just like let's throw the the flash on to really get the nuances <laughs> of this nine dollar dessert. Uh, I, it it was really it it 
my my career flashed before my eyes in that moment as the flashes from the phone. Now, does that are you able to rebound? Were you fine? Were you just like I did? I laughed about it, and yeah. we we all got to laugh because you can't. That's that's the one thing in stand up. You can't pretend something didn't happen or hide your address feelings. Address it. You need to address it. I mean, you're and like, just, oh, okay, this is so. I had to laugh about it and make fun of it for a few minutes, awesome. just because that's where my career is. And then it was then it was fine, and uh, we had a good end of the show. I like that Petri Uno responded to you on Twitter. Right. Okay. One of the highlights of my career, yeah. by the way, like the Pizzeria Uno. Yeah, main account. It wasn't main like, account. It wasn't like Pizzeria Uno Cherry, Cherry Hill. Hill. No. It was Pizzeria Uno main headquarters. Yes. It was probably the CEO. Walla Walla Washington. Yes. I CFO, <laughs> COO, CPO. Right. Chief Pizza Officer. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to bring. Uh, I think we'll call this segment behind the tweet. Behind a tweet. Right, we'll, I love we'll, it. We'll get a tweet out, one of our friends, one of our tweets. We'll dive deep, do a deep dive into the tweet. People learn uh, a little bit about not only the tweet, but, you know, your life. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great new segment we can do. And uh, I don't have one specifically that you've done in the yeah. last, but everyone uh, makes makes me laugh. Although I, will, although I don't want to bring it up too much, but uh, I did enjoy the one. Although uh -oh. some people did not yeah. enjoy the one that you posted maybe an hour or two ago. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Is that uh, – do you want to share with it or should I – I could bring you it up. You can bring it up. I, I think I, people are not what, – what's the word? They're not fans of my tweets that have something to do with puns. A little wordplay. They don't like not, wordplay. People hate it. Uh, visceral responses, mostly negative. Right. Um, and I think that's what keeps me going. Yeah. Right. And, and it's, it's – as some people would say, you're, you're, kind of, you're playing too much. Yeah. Is, yeah, is really yeah, yeah. What, you're, what you're doing. Uh, so as some of you heard in the news today, as Jeff at used wigs on Twitter, mm -hmm. if you don't follow him, you need to follow him. Uh, and you do have very many, many, very funny oh, tweets. Thank you. Well, and go this on, one to a certain on. extent, I'll, I'll put it pull right up there. But um, the uh, the one that you posted uh, at 648 p.m., <laughs> about two hours, almost two hours ago to the minute, uh, shell shocked by the death of Mr. Peanut. Yeah. 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 Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Some people, no, some people did no, not. No. My, my, my wife, wife, your wife, she just said nope, nope, nope. Yeah, she had nothing to do with she's, it. She's not having it sometimes. At all. I'll have a tweet so bad upon so bad, I'll kind of mention it to Kelly and my kids, and they'll both go, Ew, No, no, yeah. no, no, right. and that empowers me more. You know, see, that's the one thing, at least, that you do have to give your kids credit for. Mm -hmm. They do have to weather your mm -hmm. tweet oh, yeah. storm. Mm -hmm. Our dads didn't have no. that. Our dads could make some really bad jokes, maybe in mixed company, yeah. maybe in front of a waitress, maybe in front of two friends that are over for dinner, yeah. and you're a little embarrassed because he has some sort of funny wordplay, but you are literally putting that out in front of thousands upon thousands of yeah. people. That's weighty. That's a yeah. that's a heavy burden. Do trust you, me. Trust me. My girls aren't telling their friends, oh, go check out my dad on Twitter. Right. I, no, no kid wants to say – Oh, you know my dad used wigs. Yeah, yeah, no. no, they, no. They, Neither they, of your daughters, uh, lovely girls, right. have ne have never uttered the phrase at used wigs. <laughs> Disavow at every moment. Yeah, um, Chip. One of the things we wanted to do. You have a little Christmas wrap up. We wanted to just end the year. Uh, basically, what we did. Oh my God, Stanley just came out. Stanley, of the there he is. He emerges. He does. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. You want to come here? Yep, Stanley's going to come up. Why don't, we're going to Stanley bring him up. Nope, nope. nope. He's, uh, a he's more involved. He's, he's a little focused right he's now. He's focused on Kim with food. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're in a new year. Uh, I guess the last time we were here was December. Of 2019. 2019. Last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
how was your uh did you have a good christmas yeah holiday it was great it was yeah. it was nice couple almost two weeks off just hanging out um and i i think when you when you have time to stop and reflect you're like all right now we got to go forward so both you and your wife and me it's like new year new us yes let's get healthy right let's let's get into it you are doing a dry january i am right you're detoxing a little bit yeah detoxing the the, the liver mm -hmm. the onions i don't know how that works <laughs> but the liver the kidneys you know just detox and everything yeah. uh no uh no booze for january and yeah. uh trying to eat a little bit better okay cutting out uh, a lot of the snacking not all the snacking gonna be honest with you right right you know, a little snack every once in a while but my big thing is i'm, I'm trying the the intermittent fasting oh a little bit i, I can fast I, intermittently all right how long is the fast period so i don't know if i'm doing it that right i this is i this is a very uh idiot's guide to yeah. intermittent fasting but basically what i'm doing is i'm trying to eat less calories obviously that's good but i don't eat until about 11 a.m ish mm -hmm. okay i could see so that. that's the first time i might have a coffee but no right. sugar or anything like that in the morning but uh i don't start until about 11 and then I take that until about 6, maybe 7 p.m. So okay. I'll eat. I'll have a meal at breakfast, yeah. maybe a little snack in the afternoon, have a dinner, and then done after 6 or 7. And that's a big problem for me, me because too. I think more than anything else, I think it's the um, uh, I, th I think it's the eating at night that really kills oh. me, especially after show. If I have a show, oh, right. that's something yeah. I really have to – I really have to train myself because when you're on a show, show, you're pretty amped up still. Sure. You're awake. You're not going to bed. So you need. Sometimes I have a, a drive home oh, from right, right. the greater Cherry Hill area. So you grab a shorty, a shorty hoagie yeah. for a drive home. Absolutely. Or, it's good car or, food. Or even on the walk home, you know, grab something and you sit yeah. and you eat. And so, so I'm really trying not to do that. How about God. you? What's 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 your new? What are you focused on in in 2020? Uh, I want to put on 130 pounds of just pure muscle. I think that's what I want to be a strong man. I think it's great. I think it's gonna. I'm I just. Think you got, how I, many uh, how many of those 130 have you put on? I put on a uh, three so far. Okay. And that's that's not muscle. That's just fat. So that's 127 to uh, go. Pounds right. to go. Yeah, I want to be like a, just eat like wheat or weight gain formula and just like really really. Um, become humongous, right? Like dangerously large, right? Right? Like I don't fit in the clothes, doorways, absolutely. Beds. Yeah. I think it'd just be fun, you know. I, I need to do something different with my life. I think that's true. By the way, I, I do have to admit, David on here just said that uh, he did say I did have to break my fast, as that's oh. where breakfast comes from. I, I I did have to do a late night eating uh, uh, event. I was I was with Todd Glass oh. this past week at, yep. at Helium Comedy Club, and he always likes to go to Pat's and Gino's. Oh. I'm not much of a red meat right. eater. Uh, every once in a while, every yeah. once in a while, but usually I don't. And uh, but we were invited into the special <laughs> VIP table oh indoors, indoors in the kitchen at Gino's Steaks. So I, how do you pass that up? So I had to have one late night. Was it just like right next to the grill? Uh, it's a little further behind the grill. They have a nice, it's in the corner. Oh, it's like they have nice? it set up. And yeah, they have a nice little table, oh a big table actually. And five of us sat around and they couldn't have been nicer. Oh, that's awesome. That's and good to know. They, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was, so it was great. So I haven't had, I literally live, as you know, we are about yeah. a five minute walk from Pats and Geno's. Have not had one in the three years that I've lived here yeah. because I don't really eat red meat. But I was like, all right, I'm going to have one. I got to have one. So, uh, so yeah, so we went to, went to Geno's. And that was my one night that I did. Uh, it's skip, fine. Skip the fasting. A little cheat day for Chip. Cheat day, it's fine. Cheap day, Chip. Chip's cheat day. Rice? Chip's cheat day. Chip, I want to um, throw something out there for you. Yeah. Now, you go to the gym. I go to the gym. Like right. I said, I'm trying to put on 130 pounds of pure. Pure lean pure muscle. Pure lean muscle. I want, I want to be a strong man. Um, 
a lot of new people going to the gym now because it's the first month. Everybody has sure. resolutions. Yep. I've noticed in my years of going to the gym that there are five people you meet in every gym. Okay. And heaven. Five and people you meet in heaven, heaven five, five people, people you meet in every gym. gym. They're basically the same. Sure. I'm going to throw out these five. Okay. You tell me if you have any to add or if you recognize this type of gym person. Okay. All right, number one, you ready? Yes. This guy works out in work boots and carries a gallon jug of weird liquid and only does squats nothing but squats the entire time he's there yes right it's the it's the gallon jug and yeah. the boots that do it sometimes in jeans jeans he's wearing dungarees dungarees with like a very old white tank top and he's he doesn't look like like he, like you want to get too close to him no no one says hey can i work in with you sure no right no he does his thing yeah you could go there he's there for at least an hour sure however long you're there he's on the squat rack that's all he does yes all right, and there's another guy. Do you want to know another guy? Who's the other guy? Gym, Jim? Yeah. This guy, he knows a little bit more about being in the gym than everybody else, Chip. He's the guy who straps free weights to a machine in a very dangerous manner. Okay. Right? He also refuses to use a machine as intended. He thinks he knows better. So instead of like a pull down, sit and pull down, he'll like turn his back and stand up and pull. Right. While these strapped on weights will pendulously swing in a dangerous fashion because he knows a little bit more about getting that extra oomph out of a out of a rep. It's it's like when Jimi Hendrix would play the guitar behind his back. Yes. Or be like put it behind his head and right. start playing. Right. He's that's not like, that's not guys, the way that instrument was built. No, you guys put that's a lat pull down machine. Sure if you just want to like slightly blast your lats. Mm -hmm. If you want to really blast your lats, here, strap this 45 plate on here. The 35 plate on here. Don't make it even. Make it a little uneven sure. because you just want to do that. And then he turns around and he has it under his neck. Yes. And he's running forward. Yeah. That guy, right. he's great. And that also happens to be the same guy who's showering in the urinal, which you're <laughs> like, why? That's not how that was intended. That guy's the worst. Um, another one, another great guy you're yep. always going to meet in the gym. This awesome guy uh, always micromanages his girlfriend's workout, even though she doesn't doesn't seem to need his help sure he's the guy who she's doing let's just say uh, a nice set of curls great right. form he'll walk over and be like babe and i'll just like reach out on her and go like oh, yeah right and a, a lot of a lot of non-verbal communication a lot of non-verbal and just like maybe like babe, babe. um yeah it's his like everything you do here is because i'm it's because of me and and i'm going to show you how to get in shape. The, the gatekeeper the gatekeeper yeah. if you will. that guy's great See a lot of him in my gym. A lot oh. of that guy in my gym. Yep. Um, another uh, type of guy I really enjoy, the the one teen who's really, really into weightlifting, and he really wants to do good and spend his time lifting weights, but he always brings his two annoying buddies who are just there to goof around. Yes, 100%. He is doing his best trying to show them how to do like a, a pull down or a curl or really to like, you know, how to do the, the triceps. And they're just literally smacking each other, running around. And the next time you see him, maybe one of the guys is with him. Yes. Next time after that, it's just him. And yes. he's all business. And you know what? And he shakes off, you know, he shakes them off, which he is does. good. Yeah. He's making the right choices. I love him. I love that kid. I see a bunch of that kids in my gym. Yes. And lastly, and no one, absolutely no one likes this guy, but you're gonna see him in your gym. You ready? Yep. Okay. He's the very muscular pop pop. Oh yeah. He's the very old granddad yep. who is so ripped and he has muscles. Mainly his muscles probably came from like hauling bricks 
um, maybe working in the, the steam room of a submarine for 30 years. Yes. Right. Has tattoos of like, like literally of like a hula girl. Yep. Right. And he, and he's so dangerously strong that if he shook your hand, your hand would just crumble in, in his iron grip. Right. Right. Yeah. But no one, no one, no one wants a muscular pop up. No. I, yeah. You can't bounce on that lap. No, you want, you want to take your kid, put him on the lap of a, of a of a nice paunch, right? Right. Fall asleep on on pop pop. Center Klaus. Center Klaus. There you go. Yeah. Chip, uh, these guys seem familiar to you. Very familiar. Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish there was. Uh, there, I, I will say, there's also a guy that I like to call Mr. Verizon, <laughs> who he's the one who just sits on his machine yes. and texts or yeah. scrolls through. Even though I'd like to, to use that machine, machine. Right. he's sitting there scrolling through. And of course, if you ask him if he's using that. You're the bad guy. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing That's the thing. One of my tips is going to be, if you go to the gym, if you want to put on a 30 pounds of pure muscle, don't bring your phone. Don't right. look your phone in between no. what you're doing, right? I strap my phone to my arm mm -hmm. on a little, my armband so I can listen to my podcast or my music, oh. but then you don't look at it. You, you focus. I strap my portable CD player. My, is that what it is? Right. Okay. It's very big and cumbersome. Yeah. I can't do a lot of shoulder workouts because it falls off. Well, you know, and, and it's, a, it's amazing how technology has advanced. Now you can have a little tiny Bluetooth thing. Yeah. You get your Bluetooth yep. ear earbuds. You have a little tiny thing. Before that, we had that clamshell yes. of the Discman. Love it. You had the Walkman before that. You know what I did before that? And I know I'm dating myself. Every time I went to the gym, I had to hire a mariachi band oh to goodness. follow me around as I'm doing my workouts. I was kicked out of a lot yeah. of fitness facilities back in the 1990s. Chip, who is the most famous celebrity at your gym? Like, if you go there, is there anyone that – I'm only asking because I want to brag about my gym. Okay. Yeah. Because you, I'm sure you go to a gym that has a lot of uh, fa famous people. I've heard rumors. Yeah. I don't know if this is true or not. I have heard rumors that uh, the one and only – I think he came up last. Do you want to take a guess? Now remember, Ooh. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I go to the one that's uh, down at Fifth, basically Fifth and Passion, kind of down mm -hmm. right, right by South Street, Bainbridge okay. in the South Street I area. I, I think. I think it's pretty obvious who it is. And who would that be? It's, it's the Gator with the heater. The Gator with the heater, Mr. Jerry Blavitt. I, I believe. <laughs> speaking, by the way, speaking of ripped granddads. Oh yeah. He. Uh, I. I've heard rumors. Never seen him there in the flesh. I'm. I'm sure. He's in phenomenal shape from all that dancing. You know, that's kind of mm -hmm. slide doo-wop dancing he does. Sure. And just being a man about town, a, uh, a gad about that he is, I'm sure he's in phenomenal shape. Absolutely. Wouldn't it be amazing, like, if you just went in there and, and he's like, hey, can I work in with you, Chip? And he's like, scab a doo da 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 certainly. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think I, I mentioned this to you like, probably two months ago. I go to – guys, I'm not going to some high-end gym. I go to the Planet Fitness. Okay. In the burbs. No judgment zone. No, no judgment zone. I love it. Point of fitness. Big yeah. thumbs up. Clean, nice people, no knuckleheads. It has what I need. Not too many besides the five types of people I see in there. Yeah. Everybody else phenomenal. Really Which nice. I, I have to say, I go to a budget version of, of one. It used to be a plan of fitness. Yeah. And now it is a uh, fitness Uno grill. Oh, my God. They've changed the name of it, and it's not quite. That's not. That doesn't sound it's, good. It's, it's from the same. I owners. heard though at, at afterwards you can get some pizza. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's called negating your workout. Yes. Right. Just go right to the pizza bar. Get yeah. yourself a little personal pizza that's about this deep. Yes. Right. Of just Chicago style disgusting mm -hmm. pizza. Yeah. 
Um, oh, you know who's also another fun person, or I'm going to call it a duo, yeah. is the disinterested personal trainer <laughs> yes. with the even more disinterested, uh, like, rich housewife or maybe yes, or jet, house husband. Mi- yeah, right, house yeah. husband. Uh, neither of them want to be there. No, no, my but, God. But they're just, yes. they're just, they might as, be, might as well be shackled together a la, like, uh, I'm trying to think of, what was the, what's the, there was the prison breakout movie where the two guys are shackled together. They don't want to be together. Yes. The, um, that was Tony Curtis and Sidney Poitier, maybe. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Exactly. That's right. what it was. I knew they're, they're both in there. Um, yeah, that I see that all the time. I saw it the other night when I was there, literally the man who was training this woman was using every ounce of energy just not to look at his phone. All he wanted to do was look at his phone. Yes. And he's just kind of gently saying to her, like, you know, just, could you pick up your leg? And she's just like, la, 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 la. And it was so great. Yeah. But you know what? Mm-hmm. He needs to earn a living. She needs, she'll get there eventually. She'll yeah. get there eventually. I was walking upstairs to Planet Fitness about a month ago. Very large man walking down. And I, and I recognized who it was. I mean, humongous. And I just said, good workout. He goes, got to go one in. You get a good one in too, brother. And he just walked down. And I was like, yes. Because it was a celebrity interaction. I was cool. Right. He was that's the way to do response. it and then i walk in and i go to the guy behind the desk i'm like does charles barkley come here often he's like yeah he's here pretty no. much yeah. charles barkley multimillionaire, yeah just has everything going on right? right he is such a man of the people he's such a man of philadelphia he still has a house in philly when he's here he just goes to his planet fitness that's great his daughter babysat my neighbors where i live now in the burbs his daughter, I went to a, a college around here, and um, yeah, she he made her like work. He's like, Good. yeah, you need yeah. money, you got a job. And Not she, on that Sixers dime. No, and she was she babysat uh, Aaron and Sean. Was her nickname the Thunder Sitter? <laughs> Is that how she would sit? Just I'm like sure any young teen girl, that teen girl would love to be known as the Thunder Sitter. I think just like her father, right? Just just like her father. <laughs> so that's uh, that's workout tips with uh, Jeff and Chip ostensibly a running podcast but we're also a health podcast we guys. are a health podcast how's running go- are, have you been running yeah i have I actually i'm signing up tomorrow okay for a new uh new new marathon in april and is a brand new one or, or just new, it's to, new to me okay it's the uh coastal delaware marathon it's supposed right. to be beautiful you're running oh is that the one down on the coast of delaware yeah coast yep. <laughs> that's a good one i've heard about that one lose and like rehoboth and you run through like a sanctuary like a trample upon you know like plants that you shouldn't right but it's supposed to be beautiful not um, like a church sanctuary you're not like running no. through the middle of a catholic mess. no 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 not not that nothing like that this is but it, it looks really fun and april should be a good time and if i don't i just started training so I've put in a few months and uh yeah so i'm looking forward to that that's it's great fun. um chip i want to talk to you about something that it's going to be a bit not a bit it's going to be a segment okay this is why i want to uh, talk about it um Next week, next Thursday night, I'm going ne- – let me just tell you. This is a two-parter because I might have the two best days in a row all year planned. Really? It's, hey, boy, you're really kind of blowing your wad right in right, the right. first month. But go ahead. So uh, January 30th – as I like to call birthday eve. Right. Birthday eve. I'm going to uh, World Cafe Live. Because you're the big 3-1. I'm going to be 65 on, years young. 65 years young on 1-3-1. On yes. Yeah. Um, me and my best gal, Cal, are going to go see Not a Surf. Oh, band I love. Popular, popular. Yeah, they might play that mm-hmm. or one of their other other songs that you probably songs. like much better than that. Yes. Yeah. 
And then I took the day off from work on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Going to sit around and just think about going to Pizzeria Betia, which I've been trying to go sure. to forever. And I got put in reservations like three months ago. And I'm very excited to to go 7 o'clock, table for four. Okay. And this got voted best pizza in, in the United States a few years ago by Esquire magazine. Yeah. Keeps getting great reviews. Um, I'm excited for you. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's like I already know what I'm getting. What What are you getting? Can you? Well, we'll get two big pies, one plain. You always get the plain to test. And is it just you and your best gal or are you taking the and your, kids. Oh, your the two, three yeah, others? Yeah. So me and the three ladies. And then um, and then we'll get like a white pie. They have like this other white pie, I think, with spinach, a couple other things. They have some good apps, good desserts. I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah. So you just said, like I said, not a surf. And I think the general reaction that most people have who are familiar and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that song popular from the See, 90s. I feel bad about that because I know, as in a lot of bands that I like, everybody knows the one hit but that there are so many other better songs. And I know I've been told to like Not A Surf. I know Not A Surf is yes. for me. It is. Oh, oh my God. I, I'm writing it down right now. I All need right. to listen. And I've never really giving it, given it a chance. And I know Not A Surf is uh, yeah. in a crowd. I'm going to say, like, you know, we, we discussed this on a podcast a while back, I think when John Huey was here, about a band overcoming a novelty song start. It's got to be tough. Yeah. It's got to be tough. So I think Not A Surf did it. I think I think Radiohead did it. I yeah. think I think Creep was was not over the Creep it. barrier, right? So not a surf. That song's really not indicative of their sound now. Right. Their sound now hyper melodic. It's not like you know like fast and like yeah, not a surf. It's just like very melodic, puts you in a good mood. Like you put it on while you're sitting home, maybe making sourdough bread. Sure, maybe, as I do. Maybe most nights. Like, Fixing the screen door of your back sliding door because yeah. it's off the rail for five hours. See, that's a, that's an interesting thing because I referred to and I said in my tweet it wasn't a slide a couple months ago. I referred to the Counting Crows, mm-hmm. who I enjoy mm-hmm. as dishwasher unloading music. There you go, right? It's dishwasher unloading music, right? And they should be happy with that. Yeah, like if you went and saw Counting Crows in concert, would you bring two or three dishes? Yeah, one hundred percent. Kind of jostle them. Just jostle as you're doing it to put you in, like because mm-hmm. you're like this is. Like I am at home. Yeah. Now, for me and for all the listeners yeah. at home, uh, I want to start listening to Not yeah. a Surf. What album am I going to going to Let go. jump in at? Let go. Let go. Let okay. go is the album you start with. Um, follow it up with um, their latest. Well, a new one's coming out this this year. It's going to be great. I heard two songs off it. But the one I think 2016, you know who you are, is fantastic. Okay. And another great one. It's one of my favorite album titles. It's called The Weight Is a Gift. Oh, that's fun. Now it's it's W A I T or W E A I G H T. Like the way heft. heft. Now I, I love it because to me, like it's very has some like heft, some importance to it, but it's not entirely like I'm not entirely sure what they mean, but to me it means something like the weight, the onus of something that you have to do is for the benefit of someone else or you. It's right. like a gift. Yeah. Like you may not want to do that, but what you're doing is a gift to someone else. I enjoy that. Right? I enjoy that a lot. Or the way it is a gift could also be like, Chip, happy birthday, and I wrap two 40-pound barbells. That you somehow stole out of Planet Fitness right. while you were there. With my friend Charles Barkley. You're like, hey, it's Charles Barkley. Creates the distraction. You take two 20-pound dumbbells. Oh, my God. Or I could be like, hey, Chuck, you in for a heist? And he'd be like, 
Sure thing, Jeff. Yeah. That's a pretty good Charles Barkley. I think it's very good. And he just yeah. goes, like, let's do this. I'll create a diversion. And then he just like goes into a basketball and he like slam dunks like on the, the, the one of the machines and everybody's around. And I'm sneaking out with like two 40 pounders. Go home, get some really durable wrapping paper. Sure. Wrap them up. And I'm like, Chip, this weight is a gift. This weight is a gift. <laughs> and and you and you won't like I'm trying to take it from you. I'm like, let go. <laughs> Let go. See, that's another album title oh, from Not a Surf. You know who you are, Chip. Yeah. You know who you are. Yes. But right after this, here's the thing. When you're done with our show, just go to YouTube and type in Not a Surf and Always Love. Always Start love. with the song Always Love. Great. And if you don't like the song Always Love, you probably won't like Not a Surf. To make a mountain of your life is just a choice. But I never learned enough. To listen to the voice that told me Always love Hate will get you every time Always love Don't wait till the finish line say not a surf if you're a fan of uh matt pond pa death pet death cab for cutie yep. long winters um martha, martha and the vandellas martha and and the sunshine what was the sunshine walking on sunshine katrina and the waves katrina and the waves yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh can i give a yes I, and i because they brought we usually do some plugs or mm -hmm. you know some shout outs later on in the show but why we're at it might as well yeah. Uh, and going along with yeah, not a surf ostensibly of '90s band, but obviously that has come through the years. Yeah, but they are from the '90s or maybe the '80s. I don't know. I would assume the '90s is when they first. Not a surf. Yeah, '90s. '90s. Yeah. I'm going to give another '90s act, but that has updated and is still very viable. That I've been listening, going back and listening to a lot of. Oh, can we play? Can I guess? Yeah. Give me some. Give me some uh, clues. '90s band. Okay, Counting yeah. Crows. I was unloading the dishwasher yep. when I came in. You knew it. Son of a bitch. Wow. You're good, Jeff. Thank you. No, I will say, uh, w was a band, mm -hmm. no longer a no band, longer hasn't band. been a band since the 90s. Oh, I know. Uh, but this gentleman has mm -hmm. had a very vibrant solo career all the way, basically all the way since. He had a little, uh, I think he had a little, uh, as musicians sometimes do, personal problems. Gotcha, right. Uh, right right, at, right as, at the end of the band. Ooh, but I'm, then I'm came right out of it. And uh, I've been a big fan of his solo work, which is, I'd say, to a certain extent, fairly different from his band's work. Mm. I hate being stumped. I, I might need another clue. Okay. Um, the band could be considered a one, maybe two hit wonder. Yeah. You definitely have heard of them. Okay. Uh, this gentleman is tangentially involved in the comedy 
he's one of those sort of like Amy Mann yeah, yeah, yeah. tangential in, into that singer songwriter yeah. plays uh, uh, basically acoustic guitar by himself most of the time, but sometimes has a band with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, oh. he did in the nineties when he was in the band go by his first initial and last name. I should know that. I'm going to be feeling just horrible that I don't know. And then if you got it, it would be very super Bon Bon. Super Bon. You wouldn't want to just keep walking around in circles. Matt, Matt, not Darty. Um, what's his oh, name? Oh, oh. Do- yeah. Doughty? Yeah, Mike, Mike, Do- Mike, Mike Doughty. Mike Doughty. Mike Doughty, yeah. From the 90s band. Yes. Um, can, you, can you pull it out? Yeah, yeah. It's um, those guys. Not, uh, not, a, not Asylum, not Collective. Soul coughing. Soul coughing. Very yes. good. Yes. Very good. Very good. That wasn't very good, Chip. You well, I, I did have to give you a lot yeah, of clues. Yeah, that was it wasn't a very disappointing. good. It was, it was kind of bad, to be honest with you. Uh, but I will, I will highly recommend, uh, and I've been a big fan of, I, I was a fan of soul coughing and a big fan of his solo work that I think a lot of people don't know but need to get into. It's, and the album I should listen to is? His, I'd say his first solo album, which came out in the 90s when he was still with soul coughing, but it's still, I think, my favorite, is called Skittish. Skittish. Okay. S-K-I-T-T-I-S-H. Uh, but a lot of his, his albums are great, but Skittish by Mike Doty is some of my favorite. And he's uh, he, he might be coming to a, uh, a location near you soon. He does a lot of uh, touring. Chip, that's good. I'm going to look good. into that. You're going to look into my thing. And next mm-hmm. time we'll get back and we'll reconvene yeah. and we'll, um, we'll, we'll get back there. Oh, one, one quick uh, issue that I think we want to bring up with our viewers and yeah. listeners uh, we'll call it the Christmas wrapping. Yeah, yeah. Just like the waitresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have wrapped Christmas. Yes. Unwrapped Christmas. We've wrapped it back up, put it away. Mm-hmm. You, are you all undecorated from Christmas? No. Or you're not? Tree's gone. Tree's gone. All the inside decorations are gone. Okay. We kept up the Christmas lights outside because every year on Martin Luther King Day weekend, my daughter's best friend Chicago comes to visit. So I like to keep up the Christmas lights as a welcome. A little to welcome, sort of yeah. like a, you're you're the boathouse row of the neighborhood, yeah, right? And I, and I did a pretty good job of the Christmas lights this year, and I don't really want to take them all day. I did see a photo or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty nice great. job. Now let me ask you this: um, yeah. When did you bring your tree down? Um, well, about uh, like ten, eight days after Christmas, it was a little dry, and we noticed it was a little dry because it was completely on fire. Okay. Right. That's that's usually, that's usually a good that's sign. A sign when yeah. it's on fire, you douse it and you drag it out of the house with um, pretty much all the ornaments still on and just throw it right in the curb. I think it's a good idea. And you're just like, hey, we'll get new ornaments. Hey, right. Yeah. That's part of the fun of it. Why? Why do you ask, Chip? Because because uh, you still have ornaments up. Do you still have a tree? We up? do not. Okay. We are we are all unChristmased. Right. Uh, I I was raised <laughs> in the very strict belief that. There was a hard date oh. that you had to have the Christmas tree out by. Right. Does, did, did you ever have a hard no. d- an it, out we, date? We do like one week after, and the girls go out with Kelly, and I take down everything. Okay. So I get it all done. You so rip the Band-Aid out. off. Yep, so they don't even sure. – yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was always told uh, January 6th was the big date. That's like a – isn't that like a – it's a holy day, I think. Maybe Epiphany for, is, yeah, I believe, right. is the next. That's when it's yeah. the start of the next one. So it's supposed to be down by the sixth. Uh, my uh, older, uh, older parents' age, yeah. uh, neighbor Maria, mm-hmm. uh, also agrees with me that six. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm gonna have to name any names, but one of my spouses, mm-hmm. one of yours, 
uh, would like to keep it up longer. Yeah. But I always had that superstition of you're supposed to bring it down to the sixth. I like the maniacs. Literally, I want to know what's going through your heads. I the day after Christmas, I was driving through a neighborhood and I saw two trees completely just on the front. I, I don't agree with that. I can't. It's like what you gotta, you gotta enjoy it a wrong? little bit. Yeah, like, something like, obviously. Christmas or, was so bad. <laughs> right, they are just putting on a ruse. Christmas for is over. We're done. Out. Just, if you're walking your dog and a tree just comes flying out the window yeah. and just lands. Like that's the kind of. Don't you want to sit? The day after Christmas, maybe watch like one last Christmas mm-hmm. movie, have some of the cookies yeah, yeah. that are left over. Here's the bullcrap thing too. Like some like you'll see like a stupid movie on like Hallmark and they're like, Oh, we all get together the day before Christmas. That's when we that's when we put up the tree and decorate. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. No. No one puts up a tree and decorates it the day before. No, not at all. We put ours up the Friday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, because we like a whole month. Like, of, wait, Black Friday? Like, yeah. like the day after? Yeah, we have a month and over a month of trade. That's what we started doing. I used to do it later, but I, I, I did, and I do enjoy it now. We do it usually the weekend of Thanksgiving. Maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's Sunday. So we have a nice, it's a, it's a good solid month that we have. If you, Chip, let's say it's Chip's birthday. Yeah, I'm sure you have one. Right. Right? Um, By the way, I don't like hypotheticals. Oh, okay. okay. But I'll let this one ride. Go ahead. It's your birthday. You can plan any restaurant. Like, you see how pumped I am for Pizzeria Bed. Yes. What, if you could go anywhere, you and your best gal, maybe bring one cat. Yep. One dog. One cat has to stay home. Sure. Where would you go? Well, first of all, I I will have to admit this. I don't know if you are aware of this. Uh Uh-oh. I'm not a fan of my birthday. Oh, okay. I do not really celebrate I I don't think I remember you having a birthday. No, because it's, it's not listed on the social medias. It's not something that I uh, that I enjoy celebrating. Just running from the law, like yes. you don't want anyone to know your new identity. Exactly, you stole from a, a an orphan at an orphan cemetery. Right, when you came from Latvia. Yes, right as like a double agent. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yeah. By the way, I, I do have to say uh, that uh, Nikki Higgins Chan is, yeah. is online right now. A good friend of mine from the state of Maine. Oh. Is is coming to us no. from Maine? Uh, she is literally a maniac from Maine, oh and God. they throw out their tree the day after Christmas. Nikki, I I am so obsessed with Maine. I, I I'm being completely 100 honest. Maine Cabin Masters, best show on TV. Um, I learned a lot about your people. Love them. I love the accent so much. I think I fell in love with it when Brett Brown started talking, the coach of the Sixers, who's mm-hmm. from Maine. Yep. And then um. I just like the lifestyle. I love to go up there. Have you been up there before? No, no, God, no. Oh. I, would, I would never go. You would never go. Oh, you God, just want to watch from a distance. Yeah, I want to a safe distance away from Maine. Sure. It's far. I don't know how you would get there, first of all. Like, I don't know if my car would make it. Now, didn't you recently go to New Hampshire or Maine? Where were you, Chip? Well, I've been to Maine a, a number yeah. of times. We grew up oh, going to Maine, bragging? going to see okay. our friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I, I brag a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I was up there. We, we, I was working in Maine and New Hampshire this mm-hmm. year, and we also went up for vacation. And, uh, uh, yeah, so it's it's about... If you want to get to the main border without mm-hmm. traffic, the main border is about eight hours, maybe. Okay, I could do that. So maybe even less. But then to get up to the Bar Harbor area, which is where we go to, or where yeah, Nikki yeah. and friends live, uh, that's about a ten to twelve hour ride because it's you really go out pretty far east. You get into Maine, you think you're there, but you got another three hours to go. We'll do a live broadcast from Maine once. I say we Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, Maine we, miles. We can we could do Maine miles with Jeff, and, and then we could. Uh, 
just have some local Mainers come on yeah. and just talk. And, we could and just, just talk, not even like anything substantial, just no, hear just, their, we like, could just, they could just like read out prices in a grocery store. I think that'd be a great idea. That'd be great. And I always like try to, I watch it by myself yep. and I always try to like, try to do a main accent. Yeah. I can't. Right. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't do accent work. Like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're good. You think you could pull one off? No, I'm not. I'm not very good. <laughs> By the way, Christian Alsa has just joined in. I just wanted to welcome Christian yeah. back. Uh, and just, just welcome back in general. Uh, he was in a horrible accident, uh, last month, uh, near fatal accident, uh, that really, I don't want to say what it is publicly that happened to him, but if he would like to uh, oh. share on Facebook, it was a rather embarrassing accident. I enjoy, I enjoy Christian on Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. if he wants to tell everybody what that accident okay, was, we'll leave it I, I don't, I, I feel like we can leave it up to him to let him know a very dangerous and embarrassing and very public accident that, that happened to I'm him. I'm thinking, I'm thinking jet ski, but we'll, well, we'll just, throw we'll, it we'll, we'll let, we'll let him decide if Chip, he wants to share Do you have something that. on your list you want to share with us here? You have a list of so much things going on. I do have a, I do have yeah. a couple things. Yeah. Um, let's, let me take, let me take a look. Uh, by the way, I did go through a, um, I, I was really upset about Mr. Peanut passing away, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Peanut passed away. I did actually a bit of a deep dive. And if you follow me on Twitter, uh, it's just at Chip Chantry. I did a bit of a deep dive to find out a number of other uh, food mascots have passed away in recent years. Oh my God, I didn't know that. And I found their uh, their cause of death, and I thought it's it's really upsetting. Would you like to hear? I would love Chip. Nothing I love more right now. Okay. Than to hear. First of all, R.I.P. Right. Mr. Peanut. Yeah, Mr. Peanut uh, is is no longer with us. No. Fell off a cliff. Yeah. With two other gentlemen and uh, saved their life. Now I don't know much that went on, but I will say that I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, my friend, um, a guy who I once started a greeting card company with, uh, runs as you do. I believe he's the creative director for the Mr. Peanut account. Okay. Planners account. I believe he did their last Super Bowl commercial. I believe he might be behind the stunt of this. I believe his name is Mike Pirantosi. That's all I'm just saying. I don't know. But anyway, let I want to read other mascots who died and how they died. And some of them are rather tragic. It's almost like a one of one of those oh, child actor type things. Oh no, this is gonna be sad. Uh okay. So uh first of all, um you have uh the Nestle Quick Rabbit. Yeah, it was cocaine overdose. Oh, well, I, I could see that. He was he was a bit high strung. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have the Pillsbury Doughboy. Obviously, complications of diabetes, <laughs> which is really sad. He some toes. He did. He yeah. yeah. Oh, and geez. but he kept he kept giggling as they fell off. He like hee, and they would you gotta, fall off. You know what? You got to have a positive outlook right up to the end. You got to laugh through the rain. Uh, <laughs> the the Kool Aid Man died of blunt force trauma, which I, he's always running through those walls. Oh no. Yeah. Oh right. no. Just like one of the bricks just came down. And right. Um, the California raisins all perished in a plane crash. Uh, I believe that was somewhere over the Midwest. They were going to a gig, and they just you know. It, it, That's a shame. Yeah. Big Bopper, California yeah. raisins. Yeah. Speaking of uh, a few of them uh, dying at once, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, the Rice Krispies mascot, uh, mass suicide. They got involved in one of those cults. Oh my god. And uh, unfortunately, you don't know. You think you're just maybe the self-help group. And uh, they apparently was some sort of cult, and they died in a mass suicide uh, by drinking actually some of the Kool Aid, <laughs> which is unfortunate. From from Kool Aid, they would know better. Yeah. Then of course you have the Jolly Green Giant. It's yeah. always those guys. You know, we always dress in a little risky. Like a pretty good guy. Yeah. Uh, there was an accident. Uh, they believe it was autoerotic asphyxiation, oh, which that's a shame. That's and, a shame. And then finally, of course, as most of us know, Tony the Tiger, uh, suicide by cop. 
charged at a few police officers. <laughs> and uh, this is, he's, boy, this is, they're no this longer is with us. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a really sad. It is a really sad. So basically every, every mascot, every product spokesman, yeah. that, that's not really human, like an anthropomorphic product spokesman they're going to meet a grizzly end they really are like it's like toucan sam yeah it's going to be like poachers are going to get them yeah right right Ex exactly just you know it's just there's a lot of them that you know they need to get out of the game before the game gets that that's what you know it what is saying? yeah like just you know i can't what's what's like one of the, what's one of the newer like uh, well I, I mean as you know i mean i didn't bring this up we all no. knew it but uh chester cheetah was oh, yeah. uh he was That's crushed crushed in the crowd at an aerosmith concert which is really which is really sad and then and then of course well and it, but of course as you know the helping hamburger the hamburger helper helping hand yeah. uh will never die because hands don't die that's right you're right hands yeah. don't die hands don't die oh by the way christian Alsis, speaking of accidents yeah. he did unfortunately okay. come through uh christian Alsis, he said he'd be happy he's uh he's happy he's feeling better uh, he said he was beaten. Uh, so Christian Alsis, a good friend, uh, he was beaten senseless at the Willow Grove Mall after he was caught on video stealing valor for the military <laughs> for the military discount at Panda Express. So that is a. Uh, there's so many. There's so many things wrong with that. Like he, there's so many red flags. He should have. Yep. Just you know what I mean. Like at the one place you're gonna steal valor, try to steal valor from not Panda Express. Not Panda Express. You just, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get caught. Yeah. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. Just so. So so sad. Yeah. Now um, I'm reeling from the mascot deaths. It's, I mean, it really is. We a, need just like a pick me up, chap. It, it is a real shame. I, I will say this: it, in the past few weeks and months, yeah, we are still alive, right? There we yeah, go. Yeah. In the past few weeks and months, there's been a lot of talk about the generations. Yeah, yeah. The boomers. Yep. The millennials. You and I are in different generations, I think. No, I think we're in the same. I'm Generation X. As am I. All right, then. Yeah, we are. I think you're 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 right. Yeah. Solid. I am right at the tail of Gen X to Gen Y. Uh, yes, right. I think I, I want to say the cutoff is like seventy nine or eighty. Okay, good. Uh, let's just say I'm just before that. All right. Uh, so I am I am firmly Generation X. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. I think we yeah. need to talk about a few things. And and we love your feedback yeah, too. Yeah, anyone. You can always, by the way, you can always uh, uh, tweet at us at at junk miles at junk miles show. Yeah. Or uh, just go on Facebook. You can comment on here. Or just comment on our wall. Yeah. I think the big question right now is, uh, as a Gen Xer, better film, mm -hmm. reality bites Ooh. or singles? Two I, two of the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. staple Gen Gen X uh, films. I'm almost like. I recently heard someone or read someone's like I rewatched Reality Bites, not as good as I remembered. Right. And then I recently watched Singles, which I loved and I really enjoyed it again. Yeah. I think Bridget Fonda in Singles is one of the best performers. Comedic. I wish she had a bigger role. It wasn't. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. Right. I think she just, was so good. It was such an empathetic character. She captured like that kind of mid twenties, like you know, indecision with her life. She was just so great. I think Campbell Scott was great in it. I great. really loved his whole thing where he had this idea of like the super train and, yep. and all that. And it failed. Uh, I think Matt Dillon was great in it. Um, I loved it. I thought it was. And like a why, really why can't I, 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 and I love the actress. She's married to Kevin Bacon. Kira Sedgwick. Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. Great. In it. Great. Was. Amazing. It. I think it was just a fun, like slice of life movie that, 
they really lucked out with amazing soundtrack, mm-hmm. propelled the movie even yep. further. Reality Bites, like the only thing I remember about Reality Bites is like them dancing in the like the Quickie Mart. In the Quickie Mart right. to My Sharona. My Sharona, right. Yep. Um, it's. I feel like it doesn't hold up as well. I feel like the, uh, and they're pr- probably about this, roughly the same age, mm-hmm. but the the singles people seemed a little bit more established. These were the kids in Reality Bites that just got out of college. Like they yeah, yeah, literally yeah. just, and they were still kids, and they were kind of whinier, and mm-hmm. yeah, it, it didn't hold up the way it did uh, in the 90s. The thing I love about Reality Bites is the boss poses a question with Winona Ryder and she's getting interviewed. And he basically, she basically says, like, define irony. Yes. And she couldn't do it because she used the word ironic to describe it. To describe it. it. And then I was, like, every now and then I will try to define irony without using the word ironic. It's a little difficult. (laughs) It's a little difficult. And I'm like, that's not a word that you have to define. Everyone knows it. And just because I can't adequately dis- define it doesn't mean i don't know it right right but um yeah that was winona uh ben stiller played a bad guy yes like like a, like a slick kind of guy but not a not a terrible bad guy right. because you, i think ethan because i, I, I do like, get mad about that because yeah. i think ethan hawk was supposed to be the right. good guy or the the the, the broken yeah, the brooding, beautiful beautiful yeah. loser yep and he's just kind of an asshole kind of an asshole yeah. Right. You're right. So then Ben Stiller was supposed to be the bad guy, but he's a pretty. But good he was guy. actually the. Even though he's a little guy. slick. He was more of a right. suit. More of a suit. Right. And that's like you're more of a social, and I'm more of a greaser. Right. 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 And, and we, we're we, still friends. Well, we rumble sometimes, though. We do rumble. Are you ready to? By the way, I was a huge, huge <laughs> Outsiders fan. Oh yeah. When I was when I was a young man, I, was I a... watched that movie so many times. Yep. And I I always used to get like confused who was who i'm like is that matt dylan or is because you know i was kind of young is everybody was in that movie yeah like we could go back and forth everyone from patrick swayze and then like tertiary characters just like oh yeah but that was rob lowe right or that was leaf garrett that was uh, emilio estevez that was emilio charlie estevez. charlie sheen. charlie sheen that Wait, was, was charlie sheen in it sure why not yeah we're rolling um Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. And then we're missing uh, uh, C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Soda Pop. Soda Pop. Pony was, Keg. Yeah. Um, uh, kickstand. Yeah, Kickstand. Um, uh, Lollygaggle. Lollygaggle. Um, uh, switchblade Comb. Yep, yeah, Toilet Seat. Toilet Seat. Yeah. Who else is in that? Uh, uh, oh, and then uh, the, uh, the the Wamstein brothers, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Top Hat and uh, Soccer Ball. Yeah, it's amazing how many people are in that. Yeah. Um, Oh, and Diane I, Lane. Diane Lane. Beautiful, beautiful Diane, Diane Lane. Lane. Yeah, yeah. Now, would you say, is that the would, the, would that be like the birth of the Brat Pack? Like, was that the, it's kind of the first time they were all brought yeah, together, yeah. There right? There was never I a, mean, not the female end of it, but at least right. the guys. Right. Yeah, there wasn't. I think the first Brat Pack with women was St. Elmo's Fire, I'm guessing. Okay. Right? Or Breakfast Club, whenever that, whichever Which came out first. first. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I will, uh, oh, you know who else? Never get this in a million years. Do you know who else played a very small role, a little cameo, just maybe even a line or two? I don't even had a line, but he was in it. Uh, a great musician, yeah, older musician, in, in The Outsiders. He played. He was like sort of standing at the door of the bar when, after they knifed the guy and then were running away. Tom Waits. Tom Waits was really. Yeah. I just threw that out there. Yeah, it just seemed like something perfect. weird he would do. Tom Waits. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Guys, that was called a little... Uh, that's, that's called a... Take a little trip on memory bliss yeah. right there. Gen X talk. Set a drift on memory bliss of you.
little memory bursts, a little, uh, we'll call that the PM Dawn segment. PM Dawn segment. We're just going to bring you back. Chip and I will try to talk through movies to see what we can remember about yep. the movies. Uh, overall, I will go sing. I enjoyed singles. Yeah. But I will watch Reality singles. Bites again. I, yes. I'm a, I am, I love Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo's great. Yep. I'd like to see more. There was, I was trying to think the other day, there was a very cute movie, Janine Garofalo, a couple years after Reality Bite, where she kind of had some heat. She went over to Ireland to, she was working for like someone to do something and she didn't want to go and she ended up falling in love with like a local Irish person. Okay. Look up the movie. It was really good. I can't think of uh, what, it, what it is. It wasn't Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, right? no, no. I think Different. it was Hellraiser 3. Okay. I think yeah. that's what Sure, it was, it was weird. You didn't expect Hellraiser to go there nope. with absolutely no violence or horror and mm-hmm. star Janine Garofalo in the uh, land of uh, Shamrock. But yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. So I just put it right back with the rest. That's the way it goes, I guess. Baby, you send me up. Baby, you send me For a careless man, a neutron dance for a neutron fan. Marionette strings, a dangerous thing. I thought of all the trouble they bring. And now Chip, can I give you a really fun thing I've been into lately? Absolutely. I'm always, I always get into things way after everybody else. Like at Wait, I know what it is. Oh, okay. I think I know what it is. Yeah. Uh, transcendental meditation. It is, Chip. Oh. Okay. It, actually, no, I was thinking it about really I apologize. Uh, no, no. It was uh, David Lynch, who's my other podcast partner. He's very into transcendental meditation. That's what I always. Oh, do. that podcast you with David Lynch. Yes, it's a little creepier. Well, let's just <laughs> let's just say it's a little artsier. Oh, artsy. Yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah, it's called a uh, Junk Miles Fire Walk with Me. Oh, all right. See, I'm more into just Michael Bay type. Things. Okay. Yeah, I, just, I like loud and and kind of guide driven stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. So anyway, like you know, Chip, I'm older. Uh, I don't go out much. I do enjoy watching videos of things being made that I enjoy. I don't know how to cook, mm-hmm. but I love watching videos of people making sourdough bread. Right. People making their own pizza dough. Yeah. And then I come I like watching videos of people making babies. Oh, Chip. Whoa. Hey, oh. this guy, this is a PG. Oh, okay. We're going to have to. We're really going right. to have to. Okay. This is, whoa. Woo. There's a, there's a lot of those videos out there on the internet. I wouldn't know, Chip. Okay. I, I, am a, a, I stumbled upon one recently, and boy, there's lots of them. It's uh, making babies uh, with not with <laughs> right. So go ahead. So I apologize. So making food. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I watch a. Lot, I've seen every. I'm not bragging, but I've seen every video on how to make sourdough bread. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't make it. It's so complicated. Mm-hmm. You mess up one step. The yeast doesn't bubble. You're screwed. Just yeah. Throw the whole thing in the garbage. Yeah. Go to Whole Foods and go buy a loaf. Right. Yep. Um, that's that. That's sort of a nice, like, sort of like kiss off kind of thing to say. Hey, like, it's hey. like go pound sand or yeah. you know, you know, kiss, you know, go, kiss, throw, go, yeah. go, with, 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 go, go buy a loaf. Yeah, go buy a loaf. Hey, go buy a loaf, buddy. Yeah, go, go buy a loaf. Throw the yeast in the garbage and go buy a loaf. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. Hey, uh, hey, yo, go buy a loaf. Just confuse them. Right. That's what you need to do. You got to keep them, keep them on the toes. Like, did he just tell me to go buy a loaf? Buy a loaf. Right. So I'm sorry. So oh no, no, sourdough no, no. bread. Yeah, so, I so anyway. I discovered, and this is going to sound a little highfalutin, but Bon Appetit magazine has a video series called 
uh, test kitchen, Bon Appetit's test kitchen. And um, and then I like I saw like one video, and then my friend at work's like, oh, watch them all. They're great. I'm like, Bon Appetit, that's a high-end food man. Sure. I'm not a high-end food guy. Uh, so I thought it'd be like all these snobby, you know, erudite New Yorkers talking about like how to plate faux gras and whatnot. Right. Turns out it's a bunch of like editors and chefs who are in, you know, from their like probably late twenties up until, you know, like fifties. And they're all really funny, interesting people who are really telegenic. They know how to cook and demonstrate stuff. Not to the point where they're just pedantic about it. They're like having fun. Right. So they'll, you know, there's like one guy named Brad, there's a woman named Molly, there's um, Carla, Priya. They'll just, and they have different videos. So they'll be like, hey, I really want to be able to know what's in a Krispy Kreme donut. I'm going to make my own. Right. So they bring Krispy Kreme donuts, they all eat them, and they're like, hmm, this seems like it has this in it. So then for like the 20-minute video, they show you how they go about trying to replicate that video. Wow. One girl's like, um... One woman, I'm sorry. She's like, oh, a Totino Pizza Pockets, whatever they're called. What are the, what are the? Yeah, just Totino Toast. Yeah, I think yeah, Totino. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, the little pizza guys. She's like, I want to remake that. And then there's just like one guy, Brad. He's just like, hey, I'm going to show you how to make a uh, bread. Another woman's, I'm going to make grandma pizza pie in, in a giant uh, pan and show you how to do it. Can you send recommendations in? Like, be oh, like, no. hey, I want to. I want to see if you can figure out how to make this, like pizza, pizza or whatever. everything they do is doable. Yeah. Like it's not like they get to the point where like now you need this, and if you don't have that, you're really not going to be able to make it. Sure. And it's really funny. Like the, you know, they, they let some F-bombs drop. They show them messing up. They show them burning their fingers. They do videos of the whole group of them watch movies where chefs are making things in movies, and they're like, that never happened. A chef would never do that. Right. So they kind of pinpoint things that look cool on camera that a chef would never would do. Would never do. A little extra and, and flair. Oh, and I, this is a tangent. I don't mean to go off on a super tangent. There's the most amazing rock climber in the history of rock climbing. Like he recently did a free climb of El Capitan. No one's ever done it. Wait, is that the guy from the free solo movie? Yeah. Okay, sure. He's, a really, he's a really entertaining guy. Yes. He did a whole video of – he watches all the scenes of people rock climbing in movies and tells you what is 100% fake and 100% and could be, done could be done and what is actually real. Oh, that's great. It is one of the best videos. So look up the guy from from Free Solo. Free Solo. Great movie by the way. Oh, it's, I think oh. it's still on Netflix, oh, I believe. Yeah. Dude, it's it's you gotta, like you're stopping you're like It's crazy. He's just like in his little van doing like pull-ups yep. with his crazy fingers. I did it on an I, I watched it on an airplane. That's not the place to do it because no. you're up in the air, and yeah. as is this gentleman, and it is uh, riveting. I, I'd put it up there, not as good, definitely not as good, but up there with the Barkley Marathons. Barkley as far Marathon as great, is, fun, yeah, re I think rewatchable. Oh, yeah, Barkley Marathon is probably the best documentary. documentary of people doing absurd things that you can't fathom, and then you watch them do it, and you're like, mm -hmm. oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, so that tangent there, definitely watch him do that. Watch these test kitchen chefs um, do their thing. It's really, really, um, it's fun. And and you pick what, up. What some, do you think your favorite one was? I think I, I'm going to try to do the falafel. Okay. Uh, Molly, Molly, I don't know what her last name is, but she did a nice job making falafel. And there's a really super funny one of the guy Brad Leon. He's this like tall, good-looking, like funny guy who literally looks like 
a giant Christopher Maloney from SUV. Yes. Almost looks like an actor. Like he's very telegenic. And he did a thing where he made pizza. This is great. And he had his friend who's a hot sauce expert. So every step of the way he's making pizza, his friend would up the hot sauce and give him a bite on pizza. So he'd be like, all right, now we're done making the dough. Here is the jalapeno. Sure. Everyone can have this. Right. And then by the end, they literally both did the hottest pepper on the planet. Uh, and there's like a point where he's just like, and like someone in the background's like, is it hot? He's like, no, it's fucking cold. Of course it's hot. And he's like <laughs> literally dying and you're watching him. And while he's trying to make pizza, one of the most enjoyable videos I've seen of just people doing stuff that's interesting. Would you say that that was a spicy meatball? It was a mm, oh, spicy meatball. Yeah, so definitely just type in I gotta check that out. Bon Appetit Test Kitchen videos on YouTube. I think that's great. And that, that also ties in with, you know, again, I am Oh, you never got back to you went off on a tangent. I'm going to Pizzeria Betty. Where did you decide you want to go to? Oh, for my birthday. Yeah. The one you don't, No, let's say you don't you don't you're not a birthday guy. Let's say you're a Just any restaurant. Yeah, it's a special day. Let's say Favorite. let's say Kim says next Saturday is your special day. Right. right? Okay. Uh Definitely going to, if it seems too busy at the Uno Pizzeria uh, Grill, uh, 100%, I would go to uh, Mr. Martino's. Mr. Martino's. Tell me about it. Down on East Pashyunk, okay. South Philly. Mr. Martino's, uh, great restaurant. We've, I'm going to say we've become sort of friends with the owners. They're, uh, is, is he Mr. Martino? He, he actually is not, oh. uh, but it comes from a – there's a story about somebody they met, I think, in, in Italy and the whole thing. So, and he stole his identity and is <laughs> running from the CIA. Love it. It's not the exact, uh, but it's it's an old Italian restaurant. It's only opened Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Oh my god! He he works the front end, and his wife, they, I think, she does it all herself. It seats about forty or so people, and she cooks for everybody. And the food's amazing. It's not overpriced. It's BYOB. And I'm the type of guy, I'm not a patient guy. No, as you no. Can tell. I like to keep moving. I can, we can literally sit there. We've sat there with a group of maybe six or eight people for three and a half, four hours. Oh, my God. Just just chilling. taking our time, drinking some wine, and I'm not in a hurry at all. And the, the atmosphere is great. You feel like you're in this, like, old, oh, uh, do that. very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the daughters would love it. Reservations, I guess you need a little. Need there. reservations. Yeah. And literally, it's one of those places you have to call and leave a – message on his answering machine not not a voicemail not an answering on his answering machine and uh call to to, to make reservations this just sounds like it's your neighbors and it's his house and he's doing like it's it's kind of similar. similar it's similar uh, along those lines i will say i did go to a place a number of years ago did you ever hear you're a beach person but more of a northern central jersey if you want to call it that if there is a central jersey yeah uh in south Jersey in Atlantic City, there is a this historic uh, oh. place called Chef Volas. Have you ever heard I of Chef I, Volas? I, I, I know what you're talking about. Where it's like Frank Sinatra would go yeah. there all the time. Jerry Seinfeld, Jay Z goes there. Mm-hmm. Billy Joel, and it's literally just in just a beach house. Yeah, about a block off the ocean, and it's just in the basement of the house. And then they have sort of a wraparound porch where they have people sitting. And I was lucky enough. You have to for years. It wasn't even a listed number. It was a secret number to call to make reservations. And you got to go? Well, now it's a little bit more open, but you need reservations. Like way ahead of time, I was working at a comedy club where the guy knew his friends with the owner, so we got to go, and it was one of the best meals I've ever had. Nice. So where would you go? Would it, would it be this 
pizzeria I'm, I'm a Betty. Yeah. yeah, I would I would do. Oh, I'm going to do pizzeria Betty. And then when Kelly and I when we go out, let's say for an anniversary or something, we go to Veg. Sure. Which is the Great preeminent spot. Maybe, you know, one of the best vegetarian restaurants in the country. But it's so good on another level. It's, you know, it's all vegetables. It's, right. they, they don't do fake meats. They just do all veggies. And it's amazing. If you're into mushrooms, if you're into basically any vegetable you never had, they throw it out there. And you're like, I don't think I'll like this. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so good. Yeah, yeah I go to veg. But it's very Again, yeah, I'm doing the uh, doing doing little moneymaker yeah. sign. Yeah, it's like you know, a guy by my means. I'm not going to veg a lot. Right, right. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to the pizza. I'm going to pizza places. Yeah, like I get I get very excited about that. What do you got coming up, Chip? With uh, um, show wise, what are we doing now? You just did a. You just had your buddy Todd Glass in town. Just had Todd Glass in town this past. I didn't specifically right, have him right. town. Helium Comedy Club did, but I opened for him all week. Great time, and I'm actually going to see him tomorrow night. If you're listening to this live uh, this Thursday night, although I both shows may be sold out, oh, uh, up at John and Peter's, which I've never been to in New Hope, oh, Pennsylvania, yeah, We're yeah. doing two shows I've been there. in New Hope, so uh, I, I will be there uh, tomorrow night, and then I'm going to be down in Delaware, in Milton, Delaware, at a theater uh, down there with my friend David James oh, yeah. on January 31st, which is next. Friday. Isn't Milton near the uh, Dogfish Head breweries, like down in either Milton or Lewes, I believe? I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I have no idea. No idea. Okay. I, and uh, plus, you don't drink in January. so Right. Yeah. No and I, I will say that that's the last night of the month. Uh, we are dry for January. My wife and I, we're, we're, we're going dry. I'm also going to be at the Comedy Works in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Go to Bristol, the Comedy Works on the 7th and 8th of February. And, uh, uh, I will be, I just found out, I'll be at the Borgata, speaking of yes. Atlantic City, the Borgata, March 1st through the 7th. Awesome. Not the 6th, though. So Friday night, they don't do shows. They do something else. But uh, the 1st through the 7th. And But I do have a very specific plug I do have. Yeah, yeah. To, actually, two, two plugs. Uh, first of all, always follow me on uh, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. I would Same love that. handle, Chip Chantry. Chip, at Chip Chantry, at Used Wigs. You're yeah. not on Instagram, no, right? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, but uh, you are a master Twitter. of of uh, Twitter and everybody should follow at used wigs. Uh, but uh, a big show announcement I'd like to push is Wednesday, February 5th. Oh. I will be performing at helium comedy club. I believe along with Mary Rodzinski, oh. friend of the show, the best uh, we were, we we're both opening up for our good friend, David James, oh. who is recording his first live album. Oh, fantastic. Uh, through helium records where I re- released my last album. Uh, he's recording it at helium comedy club on Wednesday, March the 5th, and everyone should come. Yeah, he's very funny. I've seen him perform with you in the past. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's uh, February 5th, Helium. Yes. Um, Helium's a great room. It's great, yes. There's no better room in the country. Right. Yep. That's Um, it. And we have it right down the street from us. Yeah. There's Helium's all over, though, right? Aren't there like four? There's six of them now, I believe. I think six. Yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Any uh, yeah, besides oh pizzeria? Uh, uh, yeah. If anyone wants to go to World Cafe Live, January 30th, see Not A Surf. Not A Surf. Okay. Yeah, going with a couple. Mm-hmm. I believe my uh, our running coach, Gerard uh, Pescatore, will be in attendance there with us. Our personal physician. Personal physician. Dr. Anybody Pescatore. else wants to go there and buy me a beer, that would be nice. Yeah. And then uh, then my, then my I'm pretty much open for the next um, until I die. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna you're gonna leave it open to see leave it open. See I, where the road takes. I, you know, there there is kind of a joy of of 
of not having anything on the horizon. <laughs> right. Oh, no, it is. It's, it's very relaxing. Sometimes when I see, because you want, I always want to have gigs. You always want to be yeah. busy and that's where the money comes in. But at the same time, when I see like a, a three day stretch where there's nothing on my calendar, it's like, yeah, I, I do have a bullet list of a yeah, yeah. hundred things I need to do, but if I don't have anywhere to be, it's, it's a be it's a beautiful feeling. What, um, Oh, I, I keep talking. I, I want to pull up something. And, and by the way, I do want to make a, uh, if we do any recommendations, you did the recommendation yeah. for not a surf. I did the Mike Doty one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you had any television shows, any movies, any books, any other pieces of, uh, do you have one? Cause I do have one. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Uh, mine is I, I finished, uh, it was, I kind of put it up. Uh, I kind of had it up and down. I, I was reading and then I put it away, but I finally finished, uh, a book called the road to Jonestown by Jeff Gwynn. Okay. Uh, about Jim Jones yeah. and his, his cult, uh, highly recommended. If you, if you're into that type of thing, uh, crazy book, uh, really enjoyed it. I just read a tweet and I'm going to butcher it, but it was one of the funniest tweets I ever read. Um, a report from Jonestown uh, on the scene. Three three thousand people were killed after drinking the the uh, Kool Aid, yep. and um, one other uh, police officer named Jim. Don't mind if I do. Ramirez, who also died after, <laughs> after drinking the Kool Aid. Oh, that's amazing. Don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> and by the way, uh, you know what? I have to say, uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't know about Jonestown, Kool-Aid gets a bad rap. Yeah. Do you know that? No. Did they suffer a like backlash? Well, to a they... certain extent. And guess what? It wasn't even their fault. Do you know why? It wasn't Kool-Aid. Because they drank Flavor-Aid. It was actually Flavor-Aid Holy brand. Crap. But Kool-Aid obviously is sort of the Kleenex of mm-hmm. the... Uh, you know, it just it just comes up, comes right off the uh, flavor aid. Dodged the bullet. It was actually flavor aid that they and and I will tell you this: the poison that they used, uh, oh, the cyanide, sodium cyanide, whatever it is, they uh, the the flavor aid actually cost more than the poison they used. The poison they used to kill nine hundred people cost I think eight dollars and fifty eight eight dollars eighty five cents. Now here's the deal. I would love to read a book like that, but it does don't you get so depressed? Oh, it's a downer. Oh, yeah, I mean, like yeah. Like you get to the point and you're just like, all right, no, all right, people die. Oh yeah, it's it, it it's pretty brutal. And uh, during that time too, as I was finishing it, when it's really getting brutal, it's not a happy ending. I don't want to spoil no, the book. No, no, like it's not at the very end where someone's like, and so many so and so survived, and no, nothing. Right? Yeah. Although I will say, there one of the best parts, and I wish I had her name right now and if you want to talk for a second i do have to pull this up because it is uh the one of the greatest stories there there is a there is a great story about that it's always fun to end a podcast with like a tale of uh of of mass cult death yeah um so are you now looking for like would you read other books about like mass cult I That's, I'm very drawn to that stuff. Oh, yeah, I like, do I do enjoy. Are that. you? What was the major Apple? What not major Apple? What was the guy with the? Uh, oh the the yeah the Apple White uh, the Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Great podcast about that. It was called Heaven's Gate. It was about a ten part. That's a that's a How really rough one. How many people died during that? I I could be wrong. I think it was about forty or. Was so. that the ones I could the, be they wearing the Nike shoes? The Nike shoes and the purple. That was a really that was a that was a rough one. Yeah. Uh, Waco. Marsh, Marshall Applewhite. Waco was one of my. I do remember yeah, watching Applewhite that live. Was a a college quarterback for University of Texas. Okay. Marshall Applewhite. Yeah. yeah. He did the the quarterback did not. Yeah. Have a cult. 
yeah. as far as I know. Uh, I will I will say this. Maybe a cult following. Maybe, Maybe people cult are big following. fans. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this. There. So, not to get too deep into it, but these uh, people from the uh, the Guyanese mm-hmm. the army, the, the the protective guard, basically yeah. uh, the the national guard, had to go into Jonestown. Because there was people shot and killed on the airbase. There was actually, uh, I think it's Leo Ryan was the was the one uh, congressman mm-hmm. who was a U.S. congressman who was murdered on yeah. the airstrip, as were a couple other people. So they they had to go in the next morning to basically take over. They knew there was nine hundred people. They could be armed. They could yeah. be. They didn't know. They had no idea what was happening. So they go in the next morning, like this, you know, the the steam, the fog's kind of rising, and then all of a sudden they just see literally oh. nine hundred people, and it's one of the most gruesome scenes, and it's just like dead silence, just still because everybody's dead and then all of a sudden they hear a noise and this woman in her 70s Mm -hmm. hyacinth thrash is her name hyacinth thrash kind of just walked out and said basically said what's going on oh no that is like she she thought some stuff was going down she didn't like it she hid under her bed but then just fell asleep oh god bless her woke up the next morning and was like Hey, what happened? It's like that Fred Willer. Hey, what happened? <laughs> hey, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So, Ice and Thrash. There is a little light at the end of that there, there story. Is. There really and is. Thrash. So, what you're saying, Jeff, it was all worth it. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. I just wanted one little shining light. Yes. That, like, I can't, like, uh, I, I just can't read like really super depressing stuff. Yeah, then I would not recommend no, this book no, for no, you, Jeff, no, no. at I all. Like, I like, I just read a, I'm reading a, there's a great TV series called The Expanse. Okay. Uh, sci-fi, and I read all the books. I just read the latest book, and it's fun. It's nothing yep. depressing about it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, soap space opera with interplanetary travel, uh, just, you know, mindless stuff. Someone dies, who cares? They're not real. Sure. They're not real people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So we we promised on the next episode, I think I know what went wrong with our other video thing. Okay. Yeah, I had I had another video program opened. Yeah. And that one couldn't uh Well you did you did spill a quart of flavor aid on your keyboard. I can't I'm thinking believe... maybe maybe that's what did you Yeah, because I was following a Bon Appetit video of how mm-hmm. to make flavor aid punch for a group. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was doing that while we were preparing and I spilt it everywhere. Yeah, you know, once I saw um, comedian Dave Hill was performing, and a friend of mine too. He was performing in Philadelphia. God, it must be like ten years ago, and he had um, his laptop on stage, and it was part of his show. Sure, like, you know, Dave. Does and he does the and right. multimedia. As soon as he started to show, he spilled a diet coke on his laptop, uh. and it destroyed his laptop. He couldn't use it. And I've never felt more bad for a guy who then had to go through the whole show knowing he just ruined his computer. And can't, and can't yeah. really even stop to dry no, it out. Couldn't do – like, yeah, someone grabbed it, I think, at, at the place. Where, where Do you remember where it was? Yeah, it was – oh, my God. All right, you'll know the place. It was uh, Kyber, a few doors down, upstairs, above – Tin Angel. Yes. The Tin Angel? Was that the one? Up above the Cuban place, the Cuba, Li- Cuba Libre? Yeah, it was up. It's above. It's uh, like it was like a long, narrow yeah, 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 place, yeah, singer songwriter yeah, sort totally, of situation. Yeah. yeah. And um, I saw the lead singer from Toad the Wet Sprocket there Toad? a number of years ago. Toad Smith? Well, oh, no, the Wet Sprocket. Oh, okay. Toad was the guitar player. It's kind <laughs> oh, of like it's kind of like Santana. <laughs> yeah. The Jay Giles band. Yeah, and and then poor Dave, man, he he was just so bummed out. Like the whole show, he's like he would do his stuff, and then he would end it like every. 
tag at the end would be like, and my laptop's destroyed. Ah, <laughs> you know? oh, man. Not as bad as Jonestown Massacre, but well, but it's up there. Close. It's up there. Yeah, so people, um, we'll be back. I swear the next time we're going to have the most seamless broadcast. Again, I'm getting a, I'm going to wire in a, a DSL line. DSN line. We will actually have three Comcast workers on, on, on premises in the if studio. If anything goes down, we will, uh, we'll, we'll have it taken care of. Um, anything else, Chip? I, you know, I think I, I think I've said my piece. Said your piece. So uh, I think maybe by the next time we'll both be running again. I'm still working on that Achilles. Yeah. Still a little, uh, still a little. So I don't have much running to report. But uh, you know, we have other, we have other aspects of our lives that we, we really need, we need to get we're, out there. We're much more. Just there's so many fascinating things about you and I. It's not just our running. Yep. It's uh. We're true Renaissance men. We really are. We. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid of anything depressing. Really, we're Renaissance men. Right. I won't read a book that has anything to do with reality. I, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it. Uh, Junk Miles pop up spectacular episode 26. We're done, and we will see you. Who knows? We're not beholden to any time. No, we well, don't know you anything. You know what? I'll come back. After uh, my pizza, okay. I'll report. I would love to find out how that goes. How's the pizza? Bye.